I always thought that I liked older women, and then I just realized, oh, I just like women that are 30 to 35. <laughs> always, yeah, and that's going to be well. creepy when you're 70. Yeah. yeah. He's like dating a I woman like. half his age. But <laughs> yeah. I always have. I was dating a 35-year-old when I was 18. Bam, bam, boom, we're back. The question boys are here to give you advice now or Ooh. after we uh, meander a little bit. Got an advice column episode. We decided to do something a little bit different this time. Uh, feeling adventurous. This is this is my adrenaline junkie side of me. This actually makes me a little more nervous than most things in life. We're going to go so we put posts on Patreon and Instagram. We'll do two from Patreon, one from Instagram, so on. And we usually we look through, I read them, I think of ideas, see what might fit together in what order. This time we're just starting from the very first one and working our way up. And I haven't looked at them. I imagine there's some doozies. And that's that's and then you don't want to tell people that they're doozies. <laughs> they'll either, know if they are. I haven't they'll know. I mean, I haven't there's nothing wrong with having a doozy comment on social it's social media. It's we gross. all miss or it's it's growth. Yeah, you maybe, should embarrass maybe yourself. They a thousand. More. I haven't read any of these. Yeah. <laughs> it is true. You know, that's a fantastic topic. I feel uh, I feel like one of the things that I don't know how to articulate this. Maybe maybe I I'm like privileged in this way or I feel like 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 the curse of knowledge or whatever for other people. When I'm like, what's the big deal? What's with the mental blocks or whatever is just because to do the barriers of becoming a stand-up comedian. I mean, podcasting is one thing, but like stand-up, when I started that, it's just, it's so nerve-wracking. And then you just get so used to just bombing and making a fool of yourself and being in uncomfortable situations that discomfort and like social situations in life just stop kind of affecting you. Yeah, it used and to be the like, number one yeah, fear. The deal? Yeah, yeah, no, who, who cares? Like, yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Doesn't Andy so Haynes have a joke exercise. in his new special about like before when it's like asking? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I won't spoil it then. But basically, the the value of like, um, you know, would you let this old man have sex with you? And then it's like, oh, it's a million billion dollars. And now, like as you get older, the number goes way way down. It's like I don't care. I I've been uncomfortable that. before. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a very good clip. And that's like a tried, like kind of Warren premise, too. And he mm -hmm. did a really nice. I, those are the those are the two jokes that uh, two jokes that I like the most is one is like, where the fuck did that come from? Who thinks of that? And then the other one is like, oh, this topic again. And they actually discovered a new path within it. Like, whoa, yeah. 
it's, everyone's gone down those well-worn trails and like thought they were deviating and stuff and you actually did it you found a new way of looking at it yeah if you can like if you can come up with some airline jokes that that still hit and people aren't tired of that's like a huge win yeah yeah um all right advice column so we have we, we make a post we see if people want advice from them this is something we started like two or three months ago or two something or three like that years ago yeah i think it was a be- beginning of may was the first one and people loved it um and so it was a really strong response so we decided to make it a regular episode um and a regular reoccurring episode so uh I got to go in order. This isn't even a question, but I'm committed to it already. Kit, um, who's wonderful, says, so desperate to come up with with a great problem to solve. Um, Guess life has been really good lately. Hooray, Kit. Things are going good. That's a wonderful. You have uh, no problems to solve. Zero problems that she can think of. Go look up some math problems or something that they're working on or how to how to take the salt out of ocean water and like help the water crisis right because that's the yeah. main thing with water is that there's plenty of water but the getting the salt out of it is where it's tough that's why there's water yeah, shortages. If you find yourself problem free like well oh, look around a little bit yeah work on other people's Maybe that's problems the advice. Yeah, or just exactly. like i don't know if you're if you're feeling it then who cares don't go don't let them take you down just enjoy yourself Go get a I little drink with an umbrella in it like I did the other day. I know, Kit, she comes to game night. I think she's just in a happy place right now. Oh, that's um, good. Well, may it last wonderful. for a thousand years. And may on that one thousand and one year, may you remember me and how I cursed you on that year. <laughs> <laughs> but until was, then. I, I hope that you're a wizard and that's the only trick you've ever done <laughs> and will ever do just the weirdest curse it just reminds ecstatically me of, happy for a thousand years and then just remembers this moment right at the end of that thousand yeah. years <laughs> I, I haven't seen the whole show but there's that dracula show on netflix the simon one castlevania one and the premise is dracula falls in love with this woman who's a scientist and she's like showing him the wonders of science and things like that and then of course you know it takes place several hundred years ago and then she's burned at the stake for being a witch because she's a woman that was involved in Mm. science and then he just appears in the flames like you fucking assholes i curse this town i will appear in one year and you'll all be dead but I, i love that he didn't just do it then He's like, I will be back in one year. And then they all carry on with their business. And then he returns and kills all the town one year later. That is such a calm and collected. I need a (laughs) vampire mind. I I love I'm so mad right now. I'm going to take a year to cool off and then commit genocide. Yeah. He stuck to his (laughs) word, though. He did it, but he also waited the year. Nothing happened in that year. Maybe it was to show their hubris that... Even with warning, they would still not budge. Now when someone says something to the effect of, I'll show you one day, you'll see. Or I'm just going to be like, what are you, a vampire? Who, <laughs> who says stuff like that? 
I remember having thoughts like that as a kid. Did you ever? I was like a very bitter, angsty kid, and I was miserable. But I I'll was show just you. like I. Re I remember. I remember thinking they'll see or like just having, having like spite fueled future fantasies. It was. I'm so detached from it now, but I remember that being a part of like my middle school teenage years like they'll see one day and they'll be sorry and fools yeah i think that's just a part of being a kid if you're at least if you're miserable like i was or the teacher saying you'll never amount to anything or the doctor saying you'll oh, never yeah, walk yeah. again like chip on the shoulder <laughs> is a huge motivator yeah, I don't think yeah. general Spike encouragement fuel. really does the trick as well as like bitter <laughs> rage towards making someone feel some bad. You got some fuel, you feel like? Not active, but I, I'd be lying if I said <laughs> I probably didn't. I can't just think, of, I, I can't think of a specific example, mm -hmm. but just that general feeling of like, I suck ass now, but one day I'll be <laughs> awesome at stuff and people will be looking through the magazine or whatever and be like, that's oh, the guy I made fun of and now he's the shit. That's, that guy who used to suck ass. <laughs> Instead, they're just happy for you and yeah. stuff. <laughs> We've all gotten older. Yeah, th that was in that um, Wayne White documentary where he was like, you go your whole life thinking, I'll, I'll show my ho hometown, like I'll show them. And then you get older and you realize that them is gone. They've they've grown up yeah. they've died they've matured like none of those people for the most part that you're bitter at are still there and then yeah. you're stuck in the past like bringing them up again in your head yeah there was one guy at my 20-year high school reunion and he was the guy that everyone like Things weren't easy for him people gave him a real hard time but it was mostly like everyone thought of him as like this is gonna be the mass murderer in our school even like coming back to reunions and stuff like he, he would be the guy he would be <laughs> the guy to shoot everyone up and uh he was still pretty uh in that place uh, uh, as long as he doesn't do later, it he was he was still like he was pretty fidgety and stuff and odd and trying yeah, yeah it was it was real strange as but, long as he yeah he they, doesn't I actually mean, do it then Keep on fidgeting, my friend. Keep on fidgeting. So, Ryan McFall is next. He says, "This is a this is an interesting question. This is something I haven't really thought that much about ever in my life. How can I be a good neighbor? I go knocking on doors and introducing myself, meeting some, hanging out with others. But what's a neighborhood for if we still end up staring out of our windows?" wondering what to do if i say i'll leave everyone alone then i'm isolating if i say i'll go see how everyone is every day i'm annoying uh re or every real day <laughs> every day knocking on knocking on doors maybe you should like go a to Mormon. a commune it sounds like like regular um because i think you're already a good neighbor like taking the initiative to meet people yeah. is really cool and checking in every month or so or just being like here's my number if we're too loud hit me up or i think he's anything, exaggerating just, you know, don't be a stranger of course yeah. but yeah i mean it seems, it seems like he has a good balance maybe it's just this general sense of discomfort that can come along with being in a neighborhood i don't know depends on your age depends on the neighborhood depends on 
depends on your neighbors. You might live in the best neighborhood, but the houses, the two houses next to you, like, are just people that do not want to talk to anyone, don't want to be bothered with anyone. It's huge individual the best differences. neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. So you live next to Rachel Ray and the Obamas. <laughs> yeah. My, my, fa- the best neighborhood. How, how, uh, do you know like how big of a city your parents um, like grew up in? Mashhad and Tehran, Iran. So Mashhad is a very small town, and then Tehran is the capital. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea what the population on that is. Tehran's like, big. It has to be because it's on the it's game like Pandemic. So I know it. Uh, oh, there's, there's not that many cities on Pandemic. Is it a million? I, I have bet no it's idea. more than that, but I don't know. But in the 70s, yeah, or I mean, right. if they were born in the 50s. And, so, and so let's say like in between 100,000 and 10 million and, people. And what's what's small town? Small town would be um, under 60,000. Oh, wow. I mean, I could look this up. Where are you going with this? Um, just, just fun? Just for my because my parents are from... Um, my parent, my mom is from a city. I bet there's probably, they're also from Iran. I just never knew. Like, yeah, oh, get out my of parents here. are also from Iran. Um, there, my mom is from a city that I would say had to have been between one to 3000 people when, um, Ooh, that's tiny when Jesus Christ. Um, hold on a second. Oh, Mashhad is um, 3 million. I was way off. Phone wasn't off. And then my, my dad um, was in a city of like two or three hundred people, a town of two, two or three hundred people. Yeah. And wow. they would have to like get picked up on a bus and like travel, you know, 30 minutes or whatever to. Um, I, I forget exactly how That's the, the kind of town work. where everyone has eight roles. Like, so the judge is also the burlesque house owner and is carrying your groceries to the car. Every single person knows every single person. And that's like part of why there's so much pressure to keep up appearances and have a smile and everything else all, all of the time. And, and um, it used to, I think that's part of why people are more comfortable expressing themselves politically is because they just don't, live like that anymore where you don't have to like worry about bumping into that same person every day or whatever and and so you don't need to worry about alienating your neighbors as much but it's crazy my my dad uh met my mom my mom was like friends with my dad's sister or something like that but it's like boy it's slim pickings in a city like that you know trying to (laughs) find people it's crazy. Yeah, what if everyone's ugly? What are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, I guess go be you a move. priest or something. I mean, it wasn't it's yeah, like move. It's it's like 45 minutes from the cross Wisconsin or so, so where I grew up or maybe maybe yeah, about 45 minutes or an hour. So you would go into the big city, which was probably like 20,000, 25,000 people, that would be like big city living. And uh, like go mm. to the mall or something like that. And that was a really big event. Yeah. Back when it was something. Yeah. Back when the mall was taking over and it was threatening mom and pops. 
<laughs> yeah yeah like amazon then superseded that but before right. the mall is like no we're gonna lose our connection it's all one big conglomerate have you seen the show physical by the way rory scoble is in nope. it it's no but i want to know it's it's good he play he's he's like he's, got he's a very he's a very big role too uh he's not like the main role but he's way up there and he's great does he do the southern funny. voice um no no, he plays his he, regular voice. He plays like a um, he plays kind of a hippie professor who's a dirtbag and wants to become <laughs> like a politician and like a swinging 60s guy. And she has like I bad self-esteem and then gets into jazzercise and like finds herself and <laughs> stuff. And uh, it's but it's there's so many great um like 70s mall shots they like really nailed it and it's it's really that was a really special time capsule where just malls were just the rage maybe that was like early 80s that would be fun to walk through those like because even seeing the stranger things 80s mall was pretty fun Mm-hmm. And seeing how it changes, like what stores lasted a decade, what lasted a year, like how does it morph throughout the course of decades? That would be fun to experience. But yeah, I'm not putting it together. Someone put it together. Someone put together entertainment for me to enjoy. And you know how off I was with my parents' hometown populations? Mashad is 3 million and Tehran mm-hmm. is 15 million. 15 million and i thought it was what did i say i'm like 320 yeah i just don't know yeah have you been there no my parents left Mm in the 70s right as the revolution was starting and then they never went back and then they Mm -hmm. don't want us to go back either because um it's no good but also people go back all the time it's interesting having friends that are also persian they like go back twice a year and the first time i heard that i was like what you go back but i thought they'd like shoot your head off like no it's fine you just have to wear the fucking thing and not uh Mm -hmm. not cause any trouble don't do any journalism of course but Mm. other than that it's it's safer than i was um told to believe but i also understand why they would be afraid of that especially seeing it shift from what it was to what it is now right Hmm. But I also have never well, had any desire to slightly go more Makes me slightly more grateful to be American. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hair discouraged lately. Um, all right, should we do an Instagram one? Let's do oh, it. I should finish his. I, I should finish his thing. So all right, I interrupted his ass. He says, should I just keep moving till I find the right one to grow into? Like I moved to a different neighborhood or maybe I should just jump in the woods, find a rocket or read the Bible. So those are your three alternatives. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do in this situation? Find a rocket. First so off, you don't find a you rocket, you build a rocket. If you find a rocket, that's an amazing day. Like if you build a rocket, it's like everyone's like, "What are you, what are you doing though?" Like, come on! <laughs> Imagine being so smart you can build a rocket, but so dumb you're building it to prove the Earth is flat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dumb. I could build a rocket. I would just probably die in the process of wherever it shoots me. 
<laughs> I would just get a tube and then put a small tube behind it and then gasoline or something, right? That's not. You no, just said that would you just... can light yourself on fire. You just <laughs> that went from I could build a rocket to I can light myself on fire to death. Yeah, I guess or... I can too build a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay what about uh like one of those co2 capsules get a big one and then build a puncturing device that like pokes the hole in the co2 capsule like with those bottle mm. rockets but just a big one and i mean it still would kill me you know i've been fascinated about here's something we can't have it mom not year one maybe this would be a year two thing uh we got to make sure no one gets hurt year one um and we have so many amazing other things planned but have you seen the videos of the airbag things where there's someone like laying on the airbag and it's like a long uh, like rectangle and then someone and then like three other people jump on the other side of it and then it just launches them and like cool. in, into, into the water, water or whatever. Yeah, it's real dope. And I've always actually wanted to be in a human cannon. And it's just like, seems like a crazy dream. I don't think that can happen. I've watched things about human cannons. It's funny that like, human cannon people, they, like, they figure it out and they build those things themselves. And they have it all down, but it's like kind of janky at the same time. Like their safety <laughs> systems and stuff like require extra people to like press different. It's not how NASA would do it. Um, certainly. Yeah. But uh, what what a thing to get into. Um, yeah. But, but anyway, and water is painful. It can water be. looks like it wouldn't hurt. And then if you just yeah. hit it just the wrong angle, it's like breaking your bone. Or this, this lake isn't you. deep enough either. So I've, I'm nipping that in the bud. Unlike this show. Yeah. The show's very deep. Um, so jump. So now we're between jump in the woods and read the Bible. I vote woods. I kind of live in the woods, sort of. I'm in a neighborhood, but there's woods behind me. I can go back in there and have a fire and stuff. It's awesome. I love it. I Sounds like commune is like the way it. to go. Yeah. Commune. Or a co-op. You know, those co-ops where it's like a big dorm and I'm like, you know, we just kind of take turns doing the dishes and who gets the groceries and it works out. There's about 18 of us. Or something and then to me it just sounds like hell but some people want a community yeah and and you're like you, you need because ryan's ryan's not even worried about being annoyed by others that's all of my concerns in a neighborhood <laughs> i'm never worried about like being annoying or not talking enough or whatever i can be awkward usually i just don't talk with people for sure but i have no problem striking up a conversation or meeting people or making new friends or whatever i'm a little toward the quiet side but i'm like i don't want to talk to a person because what if that person sucks and i don't <laughs> want to ha have a continued conversation with this person for the rest of my life better to play it safe not talk to that neighbor and just live your life you get talking a thing can go wrong that's my approach yeah. but because ryan is so concerned about himself i don't know i i think commune commune sounds awesome or so, something like that where that sort of thing is is uh more encouraged i don't know 
That's a really yeah. so let us know how the commune question. is. Let us know how the commune is. Maybe you'll mo- move to Mumtown when we build it in five years. Ten, five years minimum. Ten. And don't knock five every day, knock minimum. once a month minimum. <laughs> yeah, once a once a month max, you mean. Yeah. Hey neighbor, another <laughs> magical morning. Need a cup of sugar or some eggs? Normally prefer the white ones, but they only had brown ones. Whoops, I meant the opposite of that. <laughs> I probably didn't get my coffee this morning. Where are you going? Now I want to build Mumtown just <laughs> to get to see you do a neighbor character. I know you would like a lot of time. You wouldn't even just be normal for me. Just every time they, every time we see you in public, you're just in neighbor character mode. I do That's refer fun. to all my neighbors as neighbor because I forget some of their names sometimes, and or most of the time, I know half their names. What do you do? A, a how you doing? Hello, neighbor. What's yeah, your? I go. I say howdy, neighbor. I, like I just see them while I'm walking the box. Hey, howdy, neighbor. What's shaking? And then I, hey, I'm like, all right, we'll see you around. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it nice that's, and brief. That's a great interaction. Yeah. That's my style too, mm-hmm. I think. Um, okay. So now to Instagram. This is BryceBot5000. I'd like to get your take on porn as an individual and as one in a relationship as a corporation corporations are individuals (laughs) they're they're people um no you're right they're corporations um so this is well this is what we get for not screening them porn weird thing about me i don't watch it um other than ones that i've made that I keep, I keep them like, I keep them. <laughs> Me too, with the ones you made. <laughs> I, I have the, you know, you know how crypto people will be like, here's how you need to protect your crypto wallet. And they have like a safe buried under a thing with electro this and that. That's what I, that's my porn situation. And, uh, oh, excellent. but I, but I stopped, I stopped what watching porn. When I had my last serious relationship and it was early on in it. And I think once in a while, I'll just go for like, uh, once in a while, I'll go for like days or like a week without masturbating and then without even realizing it. And I'm like, whoa, have I not masturbated in a week? That's unreal. <laughs> How far can it go? And then I'll just keep on going for more days. <laughs> and then I get like concerned. I like, should I Google if this is okay for your testicles? I get like weird in my head about it. And it was I never one really of those learned times. the science of that. I, I mean, it's I don't fine, know. right? It just re- I think it it's just okay. recycles. Yeah, I think it I don't recycles. think it builds up and then you die. <laughs> no, I think it's okay. But also, it might build up and then you die. And I know there's some like prostate things because I remember Trey Galleon had some kind of joke where he had some prostate problem, and then the doctor represent uh, not rep- uh, doctor recommended that he masturbate like at least five times a week or something like that. He's like, oh, doc, can I get that in writing? <laughs> oh, that's, I remember that joke. That's uh, Yeah, something that's like solid. that. So perhaps, yeah, at times you do need to 
huh. uh, clean the release valve though. Yeah. But this is an interesting question, like that he would want our permission to or to not browse. I mean, if if you're not in a relationship, it sounds like that's a non-issue. And yeah. then if you are in one, it sounds like that's in between you two. And I remember hearing this uh, polyamorous talk with someone about uh, how how poly relationships often have more communication than non-poly relationships. And they think that it's the the opposite, but normally like you're not discussing the boundaries in a in a monogamous relationship, you just deter- you assume the other one just knows what the lines are not to cross. Mm-hmm. And then so you have to just establish what those lines are. Like perhaps it's okay to watch it, but not make it. Or perhaps it's okay to make it, but then not make it and then send it to their sister. Perhaps mm-hmm. you can send it to their sister, but not their cousin or something mm-hmm. like that. There's like probably right. some thing and if it's a big thing with you maybe it's like oh they said i can't watch it but i really want to watch this one then i don't know go to go to court go to do a filibuster (laughs) like stand up for your right to party here's here's what i believe and i don't think it's wrong for this reason and uh it's safe if you notice i'm uh more relaxed mood but also it can be a vice too for some people like with cigarettes or alcohol or Or things so you don't let it don't let yourself get carried away with it but you also don't have to go join the church of latter-day saints either so i, I guess you could I, say i'm a moderate i think a moderate i had a it. good i think i always had a good relationship with porn never was compulsive didn't watch it that much i love using my imagination more anyway and then one day i stopped but i think for some people it's like because there's so much there's a lot of people that try to say like oh well porn is ruining this and that and the social fabric and it's doing these things to our relationships and there's even you know some um people try to forward some supporting evidence and maybe there is but i I have my favorite person on this is I've, I've had this woman nicole prosi on uh here we are a couple times she's awesome she like she studies all things sex. She was at UCLA and they were like too, a little too controlling. So she just like went on her own with sex research. But she like, for example, she makes 3D printed dildos and like different sizes to see what females prefer. She like tests the female orgasm. What a fun life. I, it was so fascinating. I remember and women have it worse in many, many ways, most ways. But in the sex research way, I think they have it better. Oh, yeah. I think there's like less like if you're researching 3D printed dildos versus 3D printed fleshlights or something like, oh, I just decided to print out 100 of these ones. It would probably be like, who's this creepy ass yeah, doctor? Yeah. But this is like respectable sexologist, Dr. Krause. Or whatever. Yeah, but the downside is she gets the stuff that females get, which is like that the kind of harassment. Like she just she was just yep. she just that got falls in the category of the other thing. Yeah. Getting like uh, she went through all. All of this fucking like lawsuits, all these crazy, this like insane anti-porn, like this one individual was like finding her address, sharing it with people, death threats, all of these things. And then the guy 
and in the middle and like all this loss like years of this and then the guy just fucking died and, and she was so oh. happy i don't i don't know um but and he was like in she some prayed other, for it yeah and uh but you know so you get that so i don't think it's problem free being a sex researcher but she is fucking awesome she does such cool stuff and it, like f- female orgasm stuff so so to properly test if females are actually having an orgasm you know what you do butt probe anal twitches the one like go-to physiological sign of female orgasm is anal twitching and contraction oh so that's the tell that's the tell that you can see if someone's faking and then from that she's found out that a lot of ladies thought they were having orgasms that weren't we're like getting close and just like this must be what an orgasm is this happens a lot with women i guess and then one day they're like with a new guy or something and then they're like oh that's what an <laughs> orgasm is that's something we don't have to deal with we're like that's uh that was yeah, clearly it's like- an orgasm it's like the DMT trip where you didn't break through, but you thought you broke through because right, right. Oh, I felt a little woozy and I had some far out thoughts like, what if there was a UFO in the sky? So yeah. I broke through, but you didn't break through. But her, I might be biased because I just love her work. I think she's an insanely smart and and just such a fun person. But she, she does a lot of... Um, anti-porn hysteria work and has it has tried to like you know she's a really talented scientist and this had had to like so she's doing the lord's work yeah looked critically at like all of these surveys and things to see if like porn was actually ruining marriages or leading to more promiscuity and stuff like that and doesn't pan out young people are having the least amount of sex it's on a downward trend especially young men they're they're the age of like losing virginity is is going up it's increasing they're having less sex oh interesting yeah there's so it's many like factors though because yeah yeah there's i mean one, one of thing. the factors could be yeah yeah the social media thing the covid thing the um I don't know more more than I can count, but definitely has what porn is now right. has definitely changed from what it meant in the '90s or the the '70s. It is crazy how this whole thing exploded, and it mm. was it was too much. Not like too much in that like we got to do something about this, but I mean, there's more than you can consume in a lifetime created per day. Like 15 years ago, that that became the case. Now yeah. we're in like more more than you can even have a like see what the landscape looks like you can't even see what what all there is before you could see like oh that's more than i could consume in a lifetime i'm looking at it and now it's beyond even that so it's expanded past your even horizon periphery mm-hmm. of stuff which is great or it's bad if you I, don't like it i mean my my intuition despite what i just said about nicole's work um because you know who who knows what all specifically she's testing i haven't talked to her in years so i, I may not be getting all of it right but um my 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 intuition is like everything else you know you habituate you need more and then some people that that is expressed in just like stranger and stranger and like needing novelty so much that you're doing things that like are 
unnecessary maybe at best if not you know like maybe venturing a little too far into the wild and those points like every time one of those like new two girls one cup things or something like that comes out there's i'm always ones? just like yeah there's a new one i guess i had a friend of mine she's like she's gross and loves gross things and she told me that there's a, <laughs> let's she, have her on she told me there's one that is way worse than two girls one cup and that when i saw that i puked uh i uh, physically my brother showed it to me and like taken back when you'd get like the reaction videos my brother showed it to me i saw like the first 30 seconds and i ran to the uh, like i know where this is going and then i <laughs> puked everywhere and then when i was done i went i went I, I, he's like watch the rest i'm like no i get it they do this right and he's like oh i wish that's what they did i wish that's all it was and then i puked again at the thought <laughs> at the thought and i have watched the whole thing and i once tried to describe it to someone in a car and i had to stop because i was no. dry heaving and i almost threw up in the car well and, and it's, this is that one end of the spectrum right. and what's not talked about is like the you know, there's a softer end to the spectrum. And now, like, as opposed to in the 70s, there's like women produced films right. and things like that that are the the contrary to that. And then no one's really thinking of those when they think of like, oh, this is destroying your brain. Like if they saw that, they'd be like, well, not not that. Right, right, right. I'm talking right, about right. the like the 15 year olds choking and it's very not 15 point. year olds in the videos. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, and and for like things to be one of my very first porn memories when I was like 15 or something like that, finding a buddy's dad's VHS was a guy made up like the devil. And then he had like a three foot erection that like shot fire and stuff like that. I, cool. Yeah, I think porn's been weird <laughs> From like for a while, long before the internet, you know. Yeah, there was like it. I I remember renting a video, and it turned out it was like the whole storyline was that it was like a mother that like fell in love with her son, and they hooked up or something like that. Like what? And that was yeah. The incest is taken off though. That was like uh yeah maybe on the internet, but I'm talking. This is at like a blockbuster video i rented it you know like oh that's interesting yeah um yeah i don't recall seeing that back then but i don't really recall seeing much back then yeah and i i also intuitively think that it could like alter your sex drive in some way if you start doing it a lot but i don't think the research shows that that's just my that's what my intuition is and maybe maybe it will eventually i don't know I'm not. I feel like there's a good middle ground though, because um, what am I trying to say here? It's like you don't want to be desensitized, but also, do you want to be so that anything like just makes you like just super aroused and you can't last for like three seconds? You don't want to live in that world either. You got to have a nice, good middle yeah. round to where you're not like you don't need uh, Viagra and you can't 
uh, bust unless you've got right. uh, you know six hours under you but also you don't want three seconds either i was such a horny young man when i started comedy i started when i was 23 24 i wasn't overly sexually exper- i just got like my second girl that i ha- had sex with at that time my first like serious girlfriend and i it was one of my first jokes and it was um we were we are going to uh uh, what was it? we are we uh, it's a true story uh, and, uh we are we are in a hurry to like make a movie or something like that and i walked into the bedroom and uh and she was naked and she was just like can you come fast and i was like does that answer your question <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's what being 23 is like i'm 42 now different situation <laughs> yeah whole different ball game <laughs> yeah oh, and then to we're gonna the get question. on the other side of it eventually um oh yeah what's the other side nothing the other side's like yeah medical help i think you know oh um, right yeah needing to um i have older friends yeah that- yeah, you need to inject that. yourself every three seconds. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Oh, but to answer your question, that's between the two of you. So whether that yeah. means you watch uh you watch uh the hardest core stuff while she's in bed with you, or whether that means in your own private time, or mm-hmm. whether that means not at all. That means mm-hmm. you gotta figure that out with the uh, the partner there. Yeah. But if you need me to talk to her, just uh, give me a call. <laughs> I mean, those are hard conversations to have, even with the person that you're open with about everything and love and trust and all of these things. Because it's like, man, love is a high stakes game. And it's like things like that, that can like everything else can be going right. But you have these two like drastic differences in this one department. And it's just so you know it's such a touchy subject and yeah i guess don't shut it down like don't don't get mad and storm off but also like communicate how you feel don't don't cave in and be like well i can't do that anymore and i can't stay up late i have to go to bed at nine like there's just people that just cave and become defeated but you know if, if something if something matters have a have a honest talk about it and feel that discomfort and be there with the discomfort and get to the bottom of like why is this uncomfortable and listen to because maybe you're wrong in some aspects like okay i can see why you would feel that way i hadn't really considered that i was only thinking of me and my feelings but that makes sense but what do we what do we do where do we end up here mm-hmm. so enjoy that 78 hour conversation <laughs> go have it right now you could, be, you could be done by the weekend if you start now <laughs> 78 hours might be hopeful <laughs> it might mm-hmm. be a thing that takes some time it is a ongoing conversation but we don't know your, yeah. com- your comments are not like very it's... specific so he might not even mean any of this stuff it's like not even not totally yeah. clear what he's saying bryce bought five thousand. Oh, but also uh yeah i might have been misinterpreting that because as know, an individual and as one in a relationship it. as an individual it's probably too much if you're an individual, I'm going to tell you, you probably got to cut back on it. <laughs> no matter who you are. Yeah. Porn, well, as an individual, you got to, 
you got to cut back. I have to take, I don't watch porn and I have to take breaks sometimes. So I'm <laughs> like, can you, can you hurt yourself? I think that you can. Um, oh, Andy Haynes, another Andy Haynes. I'm going to just say every Andy Haynes he's joke a very good on comic. this. He's great. Let's give him plugs. Like he said, like watching porn as a, as a, um, might've just been about masturbation. Maybe it was both with porn, but anyway, it was, uh, as a, as a single person, it's like sad. It's like, oh, I'm just here alone. No one wants to do this with me. But then as a, in a relationship, it's like sneaking cake into a jail cell. He's like, this is mine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he has so many jokes like that. Like where he's, he's referring to his wife as his enemy. Yeah. Yeah. They're which, funny. Which is fun jokes. They're funny. I love good couple. wife jokes, but you shouldn't live it. You shouldn't live that like resentment yeah. for real. The, well, I bet they don't for real. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But they're what's what's his wife's name again? Um, oh, she's so funny. Um, Rosebud. Yeah, Rosebud. Rosebud. Um, yeah. Uh, they're. I. I mean, I just I don't listen to podcasts, so I just watch highlights and stuff on Instagram. But they're funny. The other. Have you ever seen? Um, I think she hates me or my my wife hates me or something. Rich Voss's podcast with Bonnie McFarlane. Oh, Bonnie is so funny. Bonnie yeah, and they're so is interesting. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. And he's like so dopey. He's a great guy. I I know him. I've met him. He's he's fantastic. He's a sweetheart and everything else. But he's just they are like what an interesting guy. She's like whip smart and like very funny and quick and everything mm -hmm. and just like rips the fuck out of them so hard it's fun to watch oh yeah all right next question i haven't tuned into them in a while pretty good every time i see a clip i watch it uh um by the way if you don't follow us on mind under pod on instagram great way to share fun little clips with friends and get people uh get people hooked in rather than like here's an episode or this is an episode i bet you can get people hooked in in like five minutes rather than or maybe even one clip rather than uh trying to explain the whole thing um all right so the uh the crippler writes uh, from patreon what are some things you both think are essential to marketing yourself when pursuing a self-owned and operated business specifically a utilitarian business such as tree removal subcontracting etc and creative businesses such as an artistic endeavor endeavor woodworking uh writing etc thanks for the advice oh wise wizard boys of comedy wizard we Yay. had a wizard reference this is like this this keeps on ha if you listen now to the bonus porn. mind under art we had the craziest if if you by the way we should um by the time that you're listening to this now i didn't even tell ramin this um i think i sent you a text about it but you should see on some platforms that there's bonus episodes behind a paywall now. They've finally added the feature to do add video on Spotify and stuff too. So if you've been adverse to uh, joining Patreon for whatever reason, you can um, download our bonus episodes there. Patreon's a better deal. You get more things, but that's another option for you. Um, do it. But um, I 
on on a, on the bonus episode that was what was it what is it life keeps on getting more complex what was the piece the craziest thing that's ever happened with with dr fumbles remember it was like the time travel episode the craziest thing mm-hmm. happened right at the end you know what i'm talking about right oh yeah yeah, yeah. things yeah. get stranger and stranger things yeah. get stranger and stranger watch that one that's the weirdest craziest oddest <laughs> and that sort of just happened again with the wizard reference i called yeah, it a wizard the reality wizard. is tearing apart we've been seeing it for the last uh, eight years but <laughs> So, uh, business advice, marketing business advice. Here's one. I'm going to say, um, a good piece of advice is to, I think this is a Gary V line, but market in the year you live in. There's a lot of people that maybe learned something in 2012 or 2014. And they're like, Oh, I'm going to do a marketing campaign for this, but the world has moved on. Perhaps Google ads don't work the way they used to perhaps email, Marketing yeah. doesn't work the way it used to. Facebook ads, perhaps you have to fix this thing. Like kind of let go of what you think the landscape is and look for where attention is underpriced towards who you're trying to reach. Like maybe you're trying to reach people over 50, then Facebook is a good place to go. If you're trying to reach teenagers, you're not going to reach them on Facebook or Google ads. You're only going to reach them on Insta or TikTok and uh, everywhere in between that. So like figure that thing out and where you can make the money work best for you or even not money just kind of show up and let people know what you do and uh try to be entertaining because uh people can smell an ad and they don't like it even if the product is good they're like uh smells like an ad i hate it so much get out of here yeah and our bullshit detectors are only getting better and better and better yeah, yeah. Like, think of what commercials worked in the 50s, like the x-ray glasses on comic books. You could have just sold that on comic books. X-ray glasses, see-through clothes. Right. Submarine that actually works. Yeah, I mean, everything's... So, I'm I'm an artiste and do all these different weird things, podcasts stand up now putting together festivals doing social media stuff and then my dad's the total opposite of of, uh, like the first part of your question makes countertops built his own countertop business from the ground up and uh wouldn't say that he is i'd say he's terrible at marketing and he's amazing he's just the best that there is and like all the contractors know who like does the best work and stuff and so he's just got it from word of mouth alone. And boy, that seems impossible to do nowadays. He he did that like 20 years ago, you know, where that was sort of the norm anyway. You know, you'd share your business yeah. cards and stuff and you'd show up at church and you'd donate like a countertop to the church or something. And they'd see your little sign on it. And like, oh, OK, I'm going to go with them when i get and now and he has no idea their website is like 15 years old and like the pictures look historic uh there i mean and they have they have so much work that they don't even bother marketing because they won't be able to keep up with it which is a whole other thing they should expand and get more employees and shit but anyway uh the point but is that's fine if they want to stay that size i met this yeah. bookcase guy that like made custom or i mean maybe not custom but made bookshelves 
and was just very prideful of just having one location, no ads. Why should I expand beyond making, you know, 60 grand a year? Like, why does everything have to be Google? And like, oh, now we're getting into the content business. Now we're making limited series. And now we've got a new one with Pete Davidson now or something. Like, no, you can just be a little thing if you want to be a little thing. But just recognize what you're trying to do. Don't resent that. Like, why aren't I not bigger? Because you're not doing the stuff that big people do. Like, we have to think about that sometimes, too. Like, when we look at other like big podcasts they're doing stuff that big podcasts do and we're not doing stuff that big podcasts do and perhaps we're going to get bigger but we're not doing the big we're not commenting on the the daily thing and showing yeah, up yeah. with it all ready to go with the controversial take or the pandering take to one side or whatever it's it's a different I, game i i like the my favorite thing is every time there's like a thing in the news like actual big events happen and then there's the person i I love to like the the alt moderate person or whatever (laughs) that that position or they're like they make a whole living talking about nothing but politics but they say the whole time they're talking about politics they're saying they're not talking about politics they're like everyone else is just talking about politics all the time and is going crazy about politics. And so here's what we could should do politically to change everyone from talking about politics. All the, and that's their whole <laughs> show. All them talking about politics, but saying they're not talking about politics. That's, yep. that's And their latest clip has more hits than every episode every, we've put together oh combined. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's... It's but we're playing the long game. We want to be listened to in the year 3000. That's true. Um, uh, Yeah, Yeah, this is all for the people in the year 3000. Plus, you you know, actually, the campout has made not that I also want the campout to um, like, uh, you know, get on podcasts talking about it and use that to draw more attention to the show. And I want we need show growth and more Patreon support and everything to to be sustainable. But uh, but. The campout is a really good example of like, you couldn't do this if you were really big, you know, you couldn't do something oh, like true. this. And what we're doing is something that's like extraordinary. It makes me happy every day when I think about it. It's like, it's a piece of art in and of itself a multiple. Impact. Yeah, it is Goldilocks. Yeah. You can't do it if we're too small and we can't do it if we're too big. Mm-hmm. Um. But I I don't Maybe know. I, should, I mean, that should be my advice for everything, like the porn question and the other questions. Like the the, the answer is always just the Goldilocks porridge. Goldilocks, yeah. Like you're bothering your neighbors, do the Goldilocks porridge amount. I, I, will, I guess it's baby bears porridge. I I will say there there are things that on on like the tree removal, subcontracting, and stuff. I always I always don't like just your name like fred's tree service or whatever i never like you can't I've got come a cousin up with a fred. fun I trust him. name i come up with a fun name people will remember it like come on it's not ask ask if you can't <laughs> ask a friend and uh and then the other thing is 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 there's like curse of knowledge stuff that happens in the trades 
where you get really good at a skill and you know it so well that like all of us with everything we forget that a lot of people are newcomers to that thing to that plumbing thing to whatever else it drives you crazy that people can't understand why this thing wouldn't go here like you show up to change the countertops and they still have stuff on the countertops what why wouldn't you fix it you know and within that there can be blind spots of like my dad um named his business like an industry term over uh, have you ever heard of solid surface before no only because you told me though and like no one knows what it is and so it's, it took him forever to like just put, i didn't know it meant countertops my sister put countertops on the building one year and then they just started getting a bunch of customers coming in because no one knew what the <laughs> they're fuck fighting was. in the parking lot like it's a trader joe's yeah but they also get like a lot of corporate like you know doing big hospitals and universities and so i think like having the industry term for that stuff like helps be identified more that's but, but good i or keep going i don't think it was intentional i don't think they ever set out my dad started in my garage um but um all of that is to say is that there might be major blind spots like that where you you tend to that's what i was going to say make assumptions that other people are going that you're that what's in your head is going to be clear to everybody else because it's clear as day to you because you're so experienced with it we work on that yeah, shit all the time with marketing stuff and like phrasing things and wording like what me and banana little do, tweaks like oh my god i feel so bad we got to send tweaks to ramin to like update the website with it stuff all the time because i'll send it to someone i'm like oh someone thought that when i said that fuck oh i can you totally see it once it's explained once you see someone's point of view but it doesn't even like occur to you so you gotta shop stuff around a bunch with like friends honest friends that will like shoot straight with you fresh yeah. eyes fresh eyes fresh eyes are the uh are the key and tweak mm -hmm. so tweak fresh eyes market in the the year you're living in mm -hmm. that's how you're gonna make the best what business was it tree well he had two tree either like business? the trades sort of thing you know like trades or or uh, the in the arts which would probably be more like social media stuff so mm. well um, with creative stuff it's good to remember that art is an emotional buy so you can get in your head about like oh no one's going to pay 60 dollars for a poster but sometimes people do because it hits them on an emotional level whereas they might not pay 60 dollars for uh, like screw that they need to fix their sink or something. They might only go with the $20 one to mm. fix that. But for a, for a creative art thing, if it hits their soul that moment, they'll be like, oh, okay, I have to get this for, for mm. $60. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's solid, solid advice. Good luck to you. And whatever yeah, charge you're for it together, uh, check us out on Patreon, mind under pod. Um, we should combine all the questions like how do you get your neighbor how do you market porn to your neighbors <laughs> open your window direct mail just open yeah. the, open the traits <laughs> i'm a bit of a I, I have like a voyeuristic fantasies and there is this one and i lived in austin watching with people Maggie. are being watched both 
Um, Both. Which one's better if you had to pick? Watching. No. Video. (laughs) Watching others. And then being watched is like more like. No, I don't actually so want to do Louis that. So when the Louis C.K. scandal I'll, came well, out, were you like, I get it? I don't actually in real life uh, want, like, in. Oh, it's I, all I mean, in the fantasy world. It got you, got you. It, mo, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've like, yeah, I've like had sex in like bathrooms or like woods or forests or whatever, but it wasn't with the intent of being seen. It was just. It's the thought Maybe that you could be. Yeah. You could be. Oh, I've banged in front of like windows and hotel rooms and stuff in like New York City where people can see. Ah, no, I like that. I think I like all of it. That was you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. That was that was before everyone had a wonderful camera on their phone. Very right. handy. So kind of ruined that experience. But um, um, the what what was the what was the question the what was this train of thought it wasn't a new question right the yeah marketing one or did we move on from it oh oh opening marketing oh, opening voyeur. the drapes yeah 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 i see yeah, no, yeah. That, that's how we got on voyeurs okay um so oh yeah so uh maggie and i in austin we had a place that had like a community pool and hot tub and we go in the hot tub at night and there was one neighbor they're like a pretty attractive couple too and they would always have their like windows open on purpose and would like bang and stuff and i was like that's great i and <laughs> i enjoy that you enjoy that and i'm enjoying it as well <laughs> you <laughs> we found your neighborhood it. yeah that was that was that's the, the neighborhood, neighborhood you want to live in yeah um, <laughs> all right um lucas um maybury how do you make the move from web developer, um, my current job, or crouton factory worker, um, to making money doing art? Slow and with great difficulty. Yeah. So you have to go into the cold pool and then not get upset that the pool is like, how come it's not feeling warm now? Mm-hmm. You got to accept that. First, there's the jump into the cold pool, which is like, I'm leaving the crouton factory whenever you can actually... Uh, have the means to do so and then accept that like oh this is harder than i thought and it's not getting easier at the rate i want it to get easier but it can be done and many i haven't even seen what you're planning to do but many lesser than you have done have done great so mm-hmm. keep that in mind there's there's so many people that have made so much money on the arts really dumb I mean, people there's a, there's a lot of ways of getting part-time gigs and stuff in the meantime and picking up a, there's a lot of ways of of like doing this is why in la every uber driver is like a screenwriter or whatever else you know you you go from like making a little bit of money to be like okay well if i fully commit to this and have a part-time job instead of a full-time job, will that buy me enough time to do? You know, one, one thing about that that I will say is, you know, I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm going to go back to construction work or, or like the, the nine-to-five thing, but the... 
I made such good use of the time that I did have. Like I was a laborer and stuff. And so I would be off on my own, just lugging shit around and sweeping up things and picking up crap and stuff like that. And I would always be sneaking off to write jokes in a notebook, probably like 30 a day while I was at work. Cause my brain was like escaping from work. I haven't written a joke in like 30 days. <laughs> no, I mean, I have a fuckload of other stuff that I'm doing, but, uh, you know what I mean? There's like, there's something about that escape brain that is a fuel in a way that you don't appreciate until you leave. And I know that's like not, maybe not believable to hear, or you can't, even if you believe us, it's like hard to feel, but it truly is. There's like something about it that, because that 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 you might find out the hard way. You might start making just enough money to like leave your full time job, and then realize, oops, that's where I got a lot of my drive and creativity from. Was by yeah. going in and sweating out that like job that I was mundane or I was miserable at or whatever. Not that you should yeah, stay I try at the to remember job. When my bank account is low, I always try to remember like, oh, this is going to make me feel alive right now. Even if it doesn't feel good, it's not comfortable and it's not good, but I do feel alive because it's like, I got to, I got to get moving. Whereas if you're comfortable, I don't got to get moving. Why should I get moving? But then when you're, when you're in dire straits, it's like, oh, okay, I'll do this. And then if that doesn't work, I'll do this and I'll do this thing. And then tonight I'll also do this. And then I'm like jipping and jiving all of a sudden. Mm. And also to the, uh, a specific piece of advice, which seems obvious, but perhaps is not, is that you have to provide a way for people to pay you. Don't just imagine that like, no, then I'll, I'll leave and then I'll make art and then money will happen you have to give a channel like is there a patreon people can give to is there a, a thing people can buy whether it's digital or physical it has to exist and people have uh to be able to get it and since and once we're you get those first about, few sales yeah yeah and on the subject of marketing art I was such a comedy purist when I started and there's a lot of stuff I still hate, but I've just gotten like, I still, I remember I had like my stand up comedy teacher, write My bio for me because we came, became friends and it was a favor. I was a good writer. I was prolific, but I could, I just could not put a bio together. That stuff still makes me uncomfortable. But now when I do it, I'm like, I'm pretty good at it actually. Like, I can send it to someone else to correct grammar a little bit. I'm like pretty creative. Also, it, first bio is tough. Yeah. Because you haven't done anything. You've like, I've opened for Howie Hackstein and, uh, right, right. you know, it's not like other comics. Like <laughs> right. what else can you say? Right. Um, but the, the point is, uh, is that I think that I was so resistant to the idea of marketing marketing has a corporate feel or it certainly used to maybe it doesn't have that anymore with social media but marketing to me used to be like marketing Ugh, that's what pepsi does you know and and like i'm an artiste and i'm like above this like uh, uh like putting flyers up and and all and then once i started doing that stuff 
it created a lot more freedom in my life to do more specifically what I wanted because I was targeting specifically the people that I wanted instead of just a generalist. Hey, I'm stand-up com- uh, comedian here. And then uh, it turns out marketing can be really fun and creative and like a real art form in its own right. And sometimes your you being the artist are going to be able to blend your you're going you're no one's going to be able to think of the marketing ideas that you can because you know your product so well you've heard the things that people comment and and say and the feedback that you've you've gotten and not that you shouldn't hire a marketing company or something like that depending on where you're at with something but I also bet that uh, the chances of finding one that can do it better than you can do it yourself uh, would be like challenging or very expensive. I mean, yeah, that's the sister piece to the other question, because the other question were like, show it to other people, get other people's takes. You have the problem of too much knowledge, but also the meat of it is going to be you or the main lion share. I guess that's meat, too. (laughs) it's all meat all right it's all bad for you Um, i had one other thought on that now it's gone but uh also it probably doesn't hurt to make more content i always tell myself this too and it's annoying and people don't want to hear it and we're exhausted and burnt out but you you will do better if you make more content it's just what it is and or share old stuff share stuff from a year ago people's memories are short they don't remember something you posted a year ago yeah we got to do that more often because it's fun to watch some old stuff too uh like oh i forgot about that thing um Mm -hmm. um, but yeah that's that's really good and also the more content that you're putting out the years go by and then like two old ideas that you that you put out that were just like you were just doing it to put content out and they were okay they you think of this new idea and those three things like together form this perfect thing that you wouldn't have innovate if you wouldn't have been being prolific and putting out that whole time the stuff that's like say maybe not always your best work you wouldn't have thought of your best work yeah you never know when it'll come into play and complete itself and even if it doesn't it crystallizes in that era and there's something there's some charm to that like look at videos people made in 2010 with the crappy cameras and before youtube was important and it's like oh that's so cool i'm glad we made that stupid thing there's here's a gem for you guys uh i don't know why this one of my favorite videos ever and i don't know how it hasn't been like reposted on social media and instagram and like i rediscovered this treasure i think it was like on tosh.0 once but my brother somehow discovered it when it had like a hundred views and so it was like his most cherished thing because he found (laughs) it like before it went viral and it never went that viral but just google butt water and just (laughs) see just see what happens it's it's amazing and you've just found a vintage 
viral video that not a lot of people see you know like it it stayed steady around the three hundred thousand mark or something like that so it's pretty small by today's standards yeah, yeah you can't even get a meeting without like a 10 million yeah <laughs> it better not be your only one <laughs> I like after you watch the video just imagine the water guy taking a meeting <laughs> <laughs> with industry <laughs> i can't wait to show you this afterwards for me um oh uh, yeah okay too hot for tv too hot for tv um, should we do one more yeah one more is great um one more and then uh can it up yep clip it and ship it um share it save it like subscribe it, it donate it, subscribe it. it yeah verbally uh, share it with friends um all right i just skipped one because there was just a miscommunication in the thing uh and then oh man i love calling things miscommunications just anytime you're at fault it's like hey sorry for the miscommunication here we go i did I'm, not know I'm you wanted me to because pick there you was up. like there was actually like four marketing ones in a row i'm sorry i mean i just stepped on your uh that's very cool that they're asking us for marketing advice I like well, that. Well, our, our stuff looks amazing, and it's slick, and we got McCool, the fucking goat of editing. But we ain't, like, we're not flagrant, too, or uh, uh, our what else? We're not your mom's house. Though. I know. It just hasn't taken off yet, but we'll get there. We are pretty new. I'll give us that. Yeah, our quality is, like, take a look at your mom's house or anything else. You tell me, like, they don't have an episode art piece it's a great show i love it. they don't have an episode art piece and everything seamlessly and all that no one's doing what we're doing it's awesome um so uh rosalind beretta says any thoughts on midlife crisis does it start later in life or is it 40 or is 40 the magic number is it mostly men who leave the marriage having affairs and buying motorcycles does it have anything to do mm -hmm. with brain chemistry as in amygdala hippocampus frontal cortex Ooh, that's more a you question but someone said something like uh, a midlife crisis happens when if you take your your current age and double it if you died at that number if that's not a tragedy then you're middle-aged mm. so if you're like 33 and then you dying at 66 is not seen as a tragedy then it's like okay you're middle-aged now at 33 so it's up to you and i don't know about you we maybe have talked about this before but i luckily have i think about since 28 i felt like i'm 60 i kind of just as i was approaching 30 i'm like oh it's it's over now. Youth is over. This is this is the same as 40 and 50 and 60. So I kind of made my peace with it then. And now 40 doesn't scare me and neither does 50 or 60. It's all just uh, extra time. Mm. What about you? Are you afraid of 50? No. I wonder if... Um, no, I think I, th I think I... I think I like mature slow. I've always thought that about myself. I always thought, you know, like I was a young, like uncoordinated kid. And it like just took me a little extra to grow into my body and stuff. And it took me a little, you know, like I was, I was just a lot, I was a late bloomer on a lot of things. And I've just always kind of thought like, I'm just kind of like a little more childlike by nature too. And just like a little less mature in some ways. 
and like reckless and irresponsible, you know, in some ways. And so I kind of that's why the show's good, baby. I've always kind of looked forward to getting older because I'm always just like, oh, I'll have my shit together more. I'll have more stuff going for me. And, and not to dwell on gender differences too much, you know, and it doesn't mean this is the painting with broad brushes here. Men are taller than women. Some women are taller than some men. Individual differences apply, yada, yada. But I, I do think that it in um in some regards it can be like easier to like get more respect and attention as a guy as you get older whereas i remember when i was 27 and headlining and i had a baby face to boot it was like i looked like i was like 22 23 and no one respected me when i was on it was just my jokes were good enough to get respect barely not always and that's it but it was it was just like weird for some people you know i would often be like the two people opening for me were usually like much older than i was and people would be like why is there this kid on on, <laughs> on stage so i've always just kind of liked the i'm like kind of used to the beard i don't know about the long hair um yeah i think i'm looking forward to to 50 i mean on a personal level, I don't know about the world or whatever, but who does? Uh, it's not yeah. about the number. It's that you know that at this trend, like I seem to have calmed down and gotten wiser and more experienced through age. So at this rate, I'll probably be even more even Steven and even more cool cucumber and yeah. more that and then. I mean, I think about how many more, I mean... 10 years that that's that's going to be like another 500 scientists i'll have interviewed so many more connections i'll have made who knows what other projects that i've i've gone off and done by then i don't know that's kind of interesting i thought 40 was more a lot of dead people though that's the part that sucks what's that yeah a lot of dead people that's what sucks from either an accident or they take their own life or they develop some cancer or something you know like oh but i went to high school with them why did they die at 32 from this rare form of cancer that's not fair class of 200 i think 215 people or something like that 20 year reunion only one dead person not bad not Not bad bad. you beat like by a factor of 30 yeah um we just lost three more right now. Uh, yeah. Not really. Uh, um, so, do I mean, men, I think... I think do it, men leave more? No. Um, they don't leave more? Well, one of, one of the biggest predictors of divorce is if females make more money than men. So... Oh, really? Yeah. That's like... That, that that's the biggest demographic that, that's the biggest rate of divorce is in situations where females make more money than men and i don't have that at all happening more and more uh and so i think i think women leave guys a lot i think that i think that it used to be the case that women like couldn't as much or whatever i i don't know because they couldn't get Maybe credit they cards to like 1978 by this time next year, maybe, maybe divorce will be illegal as well. Um, but uh, uh, those asshats. Yeah. Um, but 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, the truth of like a female that maybe wants to have kids and family and everything is that that 30 seems to I've dated a lot of women around 30 and I dated older women when I was younger. And now I date like slightly younger women usually. And so like right around like, the early, like, like early 30s, like 30 to 35. And um, seems to be my I always thought that I liked older women. And then I just realized, oh, I just like women that are 30 to 35. <laughs> <laughs> always have, yeah, and that's going to be creepy when you're 70. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like He's what dating I like. a woman half his age, <laughs> yeah. but I always have. I, always I was dating a thirty-five-year-old when I was eighteen. Um, and so, um, I'm not. I'm not that strict on that. But all all of that is to say is that it seems like that's a time when it's like, you know, baby making, biology stuff. It's like decisions need to be be made here. Am I having kids? That's that's that seems like way more of a tougher decision and trickier position to be in than like a dude that's like i want to get a sports car but i don't know maybe i'm too hard <laughs> on guys sometimes um so yeah i i think well, it's different it's, for everybody uh, it's deserved i think so but having affairs and it doesn't seem like women go leave their husband for a younger thing and then buy a motorcycle maybe some yeah that and maybe not, not the younger the either but maybe better they leave for better but maybe they leave not for younger better. most of the time yeah 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 they leave for better better yeah leave for but better what about the amygdala <laughs> the amygdala hippocampus and frontal cortex i know they meant to say amygdala but amygdala is fun right it's like caligula or dracula uh, unless there is an amygdala is there an amygdala in the brain? I don't think there no, is. Just an amygdala. I think it's Dala. Oh, yeah. be like stupid autocorrect. Damn you, autocorrect! It's not your fault. Autocorrect did it. I got my first iPhone, and the autocorrect is out of control. Like I try to write NP for no problem to people, and it says it corrects it to no. I tell people no all of the time when I mean no problem, and that is a problem. That that happens. That creates a problem, especially if I don't catch it. And I just told someone no. And that's so cold. It's and no problem is so warm and easy. Fuck. Too easy. Yeah, no worries. So too easy. No worries. No. Too easy. Too easy. No. <laughs> no. All lowercase. That shit happened ever since I got my iPhone. Stuff like that constantly. And that's a real one that happens. This I, might not be a solution, but it would be interesting if... Uh, text that was autocorrected was like in a different color yeah i that's not a solution i just wanted to see what it would look like it's it should it should underline it and allow rather than just doing it for you it should underline it and then you press a button and then change it from there and then you learn you the things that you comment you can change that on an iphone yeah, you can change that setting, but it doesn't default at it, at it, and then it's going to take you like thirty minutes to find the setting to configure okay. it. I'm yeah, so happy. there's a setting for that. I'm so happy this came but up you're in the conversation. Miss it. You missed. What do you mean? You missed the old boss though, because you 
you don't really remember all the times it saved your ass. You only see the times that it annoys you. And then when you switch to that other way, it's like, oh man, I'm full of typos. I kind of miss having to write no to people. Mm, okay. At least maybe this is just with me, but I tried it the other way. I'm like, this sucks. This is like no electricity. I would, I would like just lighting love candles to, to go to the bathroom in my, in my spelling and my grammar and everything else. So actually seeing it, then I would. That's why there's grammar, grammarly, right? With grammarly, right. you can save thirty percent off your ass. It is pretty good. It is pretty good service, actually. Um, it is. I like it. I use it. Amygdala and hippocampus, fight or flight, memory. I've. I mean. There's, I think there's some gender differences going on there, but I don't think that would lead to a midlife crisis. Maybe you're just using some example. Front frontal cortex, like I, I think females mature a little faster than men do, so maybe you'd have a crisis a little. Soon. I, I mean, I think you also just it, it from from the point of view of of like passing genes on. I think it would make sense to kind of mature in terms of making harder tougher more serious decisions earlier on at a stage than than men would evolve to necessarily like it's when guys screw up they don't have to pay the same costs that women do and some guys don't seem to fucking understand that and it's creating issues in the world (laughs) so that's our show um yeah but uh yeah i i think i think midlife crisis is not completely fiction and it can be a very valid thing and i also don't think it's as determinate as the cliche of a 40 years old leave your wife get a corvette type of thing yeah and always work on the individual level like don't try to fix all men or women to fit whatever your life is like with any of these questions that involved a relationship or a midlife crisis or something but like focus on the the person because they might be different than the average like don't don't project the expectations of like you're like this because men are like this or because women are like this they might not be like that at all and maybe they're not the person that's going to leave for the motorcycle but maybe they will and you got to talk about why they want that motorcycle and maybe you can get a motorcycle big enough for the two of you Mm -hmm. or maybe 50 years of marriage was enough for this one and you can still be good fronds because i mean it is interesting (laughs) we're living longer and longer and like how do you like live with someone for that long like i i believe i can do it i believe that it's like no we're not going to clock this one out in 10 years well we're going the whole way but then when you're in the ring it's like who knows how something can last what one of my uh one of my friends speaking of motorcycles one of my female friends she got uh divorced no no years ago. We're, we're friends she is married and everything and and uh uh have become even better friends now that it's not weird that we talk to each other a bunch um but uh she went on a date with she like went through you know a a breakup recently and was like wanted to wanted to go on a lot more dates before like attaching to like the first thing she sees or whatever 
And so she started dating some and one was like totally just for fun. It was a ride out. Uh, I don't want I better not go into too many specifics. It was a ride on a motorcycle out to an event. And this guy that was like she picked up just for like how attractive he physically attractive he was like i'm gonna bang this guy or whatever he showed up on a motorcycle and they drove like two hours to this thing and he had a little dog that was in a bucket in the front and it had dog holes cool <laughs> yeah. and that's just what this guy does as he rides around on a motorcycle with a dog with doggles on and just bangs women when they, when they need it when they're between things. It looks through the dating. There's an app for that. It works out for everybody. <laughs> when I heard the doggles thing, I'm like, yeah, that's that's the fucking move. Doggles. This is fine-tuned over many years. <laughs> The art of the game. Uh, so uh, anyway, yeah, uh, I, I hope the advice. Help. What do you think about this for me? And we have so many other great questions. You want to do um, July's bonus episode, part two of advice column? I you sure cool do. With that? Awesome. Let's do it. We have we have more questions unanswered than answered. So yeah, so many more. All right, we. I can't believe it, guys. We went totally random other than skipping up some redundancy. And you guys are awesome. You had awesome questions. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for participating on Patreon and social media. And we appreciate you so much. Hope to see you at Camp Out where we have. What's the new thing that I have confirmed? Slick Mahoney, Unica Prong are two bands. And then. One other thing that I can't. Ah, I lined up something awesome. Oh, I I confirmed for the bonus. I confirmed the I confirmed the paddle boards, uh, which was already a thing and a a bunch of other stuff. Anyway, so many things. I can't even keep track of what I can tell you and what I can't. It's going to be so awesome. Hope to see you guys there in September. Otherwise, join Patreon. Give a review. All the things until next time. Keep on salivating, honeys. Ding. Ding. Slick Mahoney, 
Unica Prong are two bands. One other thing that I can't... Ah, I lined up something awesome. Website updates, Shane, you fool. Website updates. We have such a wonderful uh, new redone website. If you uh, if you looked at it before, it was lacking in detail. It was what we put together when we launched tickets at the beginning of May or something before we, we knew, knew the full scope of things. So now we got an awesome map that Ramin made. We got a key with all of the like nice descriptions of all the areas, nice and fleshed out. We have a bunch of information. Oh, pictures on there from the live events. Bunch of other stuff. I've been booking a ton of other things too. I'll just save that for other episodes uh, because I'm so excited about this website. Write us if you have any uh, questions, comments, anything like that.